You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, I've been sharing some laws with you. And it seems as if these laws, you, you might be, be saying, these laws seem to be many. Yes, they are. And there are lots of them. Okay? But uh, today I want to share with you um, what I call the law of um, authoritative command. Somebody say the law, the law. of authoritative command. Authoritative command. Yeah. Because if you are going to walk in the supernatural, this is something you need to master as well. You need to master this. And uh, the reason why I'm sharing these things is because I want everyone in this church, if you are part of this church, you are supposed to walk in the supernatural. You are supposed to manifest the supernatural. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. How many of you were here last, was it last week when Letabo shared her testimony? No, the week, two weeks ago. Yeah, she shared a testimony that blew my mind. You remember? Yeah. So, and you see, the thing about the supernatural is that you don't have to feel anointed. Okay? You don't have to feel anointed. In fact, you might even be afraid. When you are stepping out, taking a step for God, you might feel as if, what if? You know that what if thought that comes. Hmm? Yeah. But for a child that has gone to come back to life just because of faith, it's a miracle. Amen? And I'm telling you, there is more to come. Every one of you can walk in this. Every one of you can walk in it. But you have to, you have to ignore the voice of doubt. You have to ignore the voice of unbelief. You have to ignore the voice of fear. Do you understand what I'm saying? You have to ignore and take that step. Okay? And you need to, you need to know who you are. You need to know who you are. You are not just anybody. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are a supernatural being. You are a supernatural being. You are not an ordinary person. If you are a child of God, you are not an ordinary person. You are a supernatural being. And it's time for you to manifest who you are. You need to manifest who you are. Because if you don't, nobody will do it for you. Nobody will do it for you. So, we're going to hear testimonies that will blow the minds of people. 
Why? Because you are stepping out of the ordinary into the extraordinary. Yeah. So, every day you wake up, expect something extraordinary. Expect something extraordinary to happen either to you or through you. What did I say? Either to you or through you. Yeah. So if you don't need it, someone else needs it. Someone around you needs it. So let it out. Are you getting me? You must let it out. And from the, from the oldest to the youngest, everyone is included in this. So it's not a matter of age. It's not a matter of education. In fact, it's not even a matter of how much Bible you know. It's how much faith do you have? How much faith do you have in your father? The consuming fire. Yo, this God is too much. Yeah, this God is too much. You remember the time of Elijah when he was with the prophets of Baal? What happened? <laughs> this God, eh? He sent fire from heaven to consume the sacrifice. And not only that, the fire licked the water. <laughs> huh? That's God, eh? That's, this is the God that can evaporate the whole ocean. Yeah, by His presence. If He decides to come down full blast. <laughs> I'm telling you. He's just restraining himself. I'm telling you, he's restraining himself. But I am very sure that if we continue to place a demand, if we continue to push, if we continue to say, Lord God, come down, manifest. You know what? We will see something. We will see something in this land. Hallelujah. I believe that. If God is not true, if what I'm saying is not true, let's close this church. Go and do something else. Huh? But I'm telling you that you are going to see the hand of God. You are going to see the hand of God. And I'm telling you by the Spirit that we are going to see the hand of God. And people will be coming here, they will, they will be interviewing you. Are you getting me? 
They just come here because me, I won't have time for them. If they come to me, I'll say, go talk to them. Yeah. If they come to me, say, no, just anybody here, just go. Anybody will answer your questions. Hallelujah. Because you are being taught properly and you will have the answers. Not just the theory. You will also have the experience to back your explanation. Have the experience. Because when you tell people, it is real. I have experienced it. And then you can say, I remember. On the 9th of September. Huh? In Meros, I was going and this happened. hear those kind of things. So, get ready. Hallelujah. Let me get into the word quickly because, like I said, yeah, time has gone. But, what did I call it? The, The law of authoritative command. Okay. The law of authoritative command. If you are going to walk in the supernatural, right, There is a place for command. Are you getting me? If you are going to walk in the supernatural, you don't beg. You don't beg. You don't say, God, please do this for me. No, 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 no. That's where we are going. You don't talk like that. Okay? In this church, we don't talk like that. We don't beg God. Hello? Yeah, we don't. There's no scripture that says you should beg God. Or if you have one, you please come and show me. There's none. There's none. It's religion that begs God. Sons don't beg Sons ask. Yes? Asking and begging are two different things. A beggar has no choice. An asker has a choice. Are you getting the point? Yeah. When you go out to the street and you see people begging, do they stipulate how much you should give to them? Huh? Yeah, well, I, somebody has, in Nigeria, somebody has done that to me. Huh? I gave him, I gave him 100 naira, and he says, what is this? What am I going to do with this? Huh? <laughs> Lucia says he's not a real beggar. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yes. So I'm, I'm begging you, but please, you know that you can't give me below. Is, is that? No. That's not begging. Yeah. Huh? Those days in London, when, when you're going through the underground, spare some change, please. Spare some change, please. Spare some change, please. 
So any change after you've bought your ticket, if you want, you just drop it. They're begging. So if you have that attitude, you cannot walk in the supernatural. I'm telling you the truth. You must drive that away. If religion has built that into you, cast it out. Hello? Cast it out. Yeah. If you're asking, ask with dignity. (laughs) Yeah. Ask with dignity. Heavenly Father, this is what your word says. I'm coming to you on the basis of your word. You said, you promised. And I'm coming based on what you promise. You need to ask properly. That's why many prayers are not answered. I'm telling you. People are busy begging God, crying, and all of He's not moved by your tears. Oh, you don't know? Tears don't move God. It's faith that moves God. Okay? So if you are going to shed tears, shed tears of faith. Yeah. Don't shed beggarly tears looking for sympathy. Don't. You can't walk in the supernatural like that. Okay? When you come, you say, I'm a child of the king. Huh? The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. The world and they that dwell therein. Silver and gold is mine, says the Lord. It belongs to my father. The cattle on a thousand hills belong to my father. If he owns everything and I'm hungry, I don't go begging. David says, I was young, now I am old. I have never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging for bread. That's the word of God. So you stand on the word and say, Father, I'm not going to beg. Yeah. Because I'm the seed of the righteous. I'm the seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. I'm the seed of Abraham. I am the seed of Jesus Christ. I refuse to beg. I place a demand. I withdraw from my family account. Hallelujah. Yes, I withdraw. Yeah. There is more than enough there. So I, 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 I withdraw right now. Huh? So don't beg. All right? Don't beg. I, I, I beg you. Don't beg. <laughs> Hallelujah. So you see, I can give you so many examples, but I'm going to rush quickly. First of all, in the beginning, when God was going to do the work of creation, in Genesis chapter 1, did he beg? Huh? Did he beg? What did he do? 
the Lord said, He said, hmm? He didn't beg. He said. How many times? So many times. He said, Let there be light. He didn't say, Light, please. Try to see if you can come. Huh? No, no, no. He didn't do that. He didn't do that. Light. In, in the Hebrew it says, light be. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3. Yeah. Light be. That's, that's a command. So the English say, let there be light. No, 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 no. Light be. And hallelujah, it responded. Hmm? So when the devil is harassing you, say, Satan, please leave me alone. I'm tired. (laughs) He will, he's going to invite his friends. And they will camp there. And they will so deal with you. Yeah, I'm telling you. You need, to, you need to get up and say, Satan, who told you that you have a right? Huh? What authority are you standing upon? Where is it written? Come on. Yeah. Ask him, where is it written that you have a right to harass me? Show me the scripture and verse. Let me show, in case you have not read the Bible properly. Hear me and hear me well. Sometimes, (laughs) you know, these are things I do. I'm telling you, I do it in my secret place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said, Satan, if you don't have ears, go and borrow ears so that you can hear what I'm saying. Hallelujah. It is written. What did I say? It is written. So he said, it is written. Touch not my Anointed. I am God's anointed. You have no right to touch me. You have broken the law. You have trespassed. And you are going to be prosecuted for crossing the line. Hallelujah. And I invoke the angels of judgment. By the time you begin to speak like that, you know what? The devil will be shaking. You think he respects how you look? He doesn't. It's only when he sees authority. Hallelujah. Authority. So, and when you're walking in authority, let me tell you something. You need to be bold. 
What did I say? You need to be bold. Must be bold. Just like God saying, let there be. Let the earth bring forth vegetation. And you are made in his image. After his likeness. That means you have the same ability. Maybe in a smaller. In a lower dimension. But you have it. So you can say. Let there be. Huh? Or better. better you can say be. So sometimes I used to talk to my bills. Oh, you don't know. Ah. Pack them, put them on the table. Thank you, Father. I worship you, I worship you. I thank you for your word. You've given me so much authority. I thank you for the precious promises that you have given to me. Yes, your promises are yea and they are amen. And Lord, I just thank you. I know, I know that heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will never pass away. Your word is true. Let God be true and every man a liar. Okay, you bills. What are you doing here? I call you paid. In the name of Jesus. I declare you paid. Paid in full. In the name of Jesus. You start talking, you start talking like that. People might think you are crazy. It's okay. It's okay. When you start celebrating, they will come and join you. But for now, you are on a mission. I'm telling you. That's how to unlock things. That's how to unlock things. They tell you, oh no, this is impossible. This is, you can't do this. And then you believe. Who is he to speak? And it shall come to pass. When the Lord has not commanded. Who is he to speak? Who? Who has the final say? Who has the final say? Let me tell you. All those people that are conspiring against you. Oh. Let me not go there. Hallelujah. Yeah, look at, look at how Jesus attacked the, uh, uh, confronted the devil. It is written. It is what? Written. It is written. But instead of you to say it is written, you say, I feel. Okay. You can feel the authority. Wait till you feel it. Keep waiting till you feel powerful. Huh? Wait till you feel anointed. Huh? Wait till you feel strong. What does the Bible say? Let the weak say. So in your weakness, you say, I'm strong. I'm strong. In the name of Jesus, I'm strong. I'm strong. I'm strong. That's how to live. Huh? Yeah. Or if you like, you say, be strong. Huh? Eric, be strong. Yeah, that's how to talk. All right? 
Talk to yourself. And say, oh, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I'm just so, everything is going wrong. That's right. And it will continue. Until the day you wake up. And begin to take charge. To continue. I'm trying to get into the scripture. Okay, what? what? Okay, look at Mark chapter 11. Let's, 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 let's look at that. Mark chapter 11, verse 23. Okay? Simple faith scripture. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, can you see that? Remember, God said in Genesis chapter 1. Now, he says, whoever. Huh? It's not the apostle that says. Huh? It's not the prophet that says. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Let God be true and every man a liar. Your experience is not what determines. It's not your experience that validates the word of God. Okay? It's not your experience. Whether you ex- If you experience the opposite, it doesn't mean God is lying. It means that you don't know how to experience God. It's not because God is lying. So, here, he didn't say whoever prays that the mountain will be moved. You notice that? Whoever does what? Says to what? To the mountain. You see, prayer is addressed to who? To God. When you pray, Jesus says, when you pray, say, our Father which art in heaven. So primarily, prayer is addressed to the Father. Okay? You don't command the Father. They say, Father, I'm giving you three days. Father, if you don't do it in three days, there'll be trouble, oh. There'll be trouble in this house. No, 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 no. You don't talk to the father like that. Huh? You need to, you need to, you need to know who to talk to like that. It's the mountain you talk to. Hallelujah. You, you, you command the mountain. You don't command the father. You command the mountain. So when it comes to moving mountains, you don't pray. Authoritative command. When it comes to moving mountains, you command. Stop praying for mountains. Huh? Stop that. There's no biblical reference to support that. 
So you say, you mountain, mount, whatever mountain it is before you, you need to start praying, uh, speaking to it. When it. If you want to pray, you can pray to the Father, thank Him for the authority He has given to you. You get what I'm saying? You thank Him for His word. You, you can talk to Him. In fact, you can minister to Him. You can worship Him. Then after that, you turn and look at the mountain and say, hey, are you still here? What are you still doing here? Okay, move. Move, move. In the name of Jesus, move, 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 move. In the name of Jesus, move. Yeah. So, what did I say? Don't pray for the mountain to be moved. Never pray. If you've done it before, repent. Yeah, repent because you have violated the scriptures. You have been religious before the mountain. And the mountain does not respond to religion. Should I show you examples? Okay. <clears throat> Which one should I start? Okay, let's look at Luke. Let's look at the book of Luke. This is Jesus. Yes, Lord, help me. Um, Luke chapter 4, verse 31. Then he went down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and was teaching them on the Sabbath. Uh, I'm not sure if I want this. Okay, let's just go on. It's, 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 it's applicable. And, and they were astonished at his teaching, for his word was with what? authority. Now in the synagogue, there was a man who had a spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried with a loud voice saying, let us alone. What have we to do with you, Jesus of Nazareth? Did you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. Ha! This is the devil talking. He's trying to be brave. Hallelujah. You know, the time is going to come for where you'll be walking and demons will manifest. I'm telling you, we're getting there. We're going to get there. Where you'll just be walking and people say, what am I, what, 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 what's wrong with you? Why, why, why are you harassing me? And you're just walking. I've seen it before, yeah. It will happen. Keep pressing into God. You will see. Okay? But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet. And come out of him. Hallelujah. You see how you, ad how you deal with demons? How you address demons? You don't, you don't say, uh, Demon, um, uh, when did you come here? Um, uh, how, how long have you been here for? Huh? What, what brought you here? Uh, Huh? Huh? Who, who, who sent you? Is it uh, uh, hmm? Yeah. No, but some people do that. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's because Jesus asked, what's your name? To the man with the legion. But that was the only conversation. There was no prolonged dialogue. Huh? It's like the guy that came, oh, pastor, the devil is going to kill me. The devil is going to kill me. Who told you that? The devil told me. <laughs> the devil told you he's going to kill you and you are crying because, because he has the power to kill you. You don't realize the devil is a liar. When he say he will kill you, do you know why he's saying that? Because you are a threat. So you need to turn and say, ah, oh, okay, you want to kill me. Touch me now, let me see. Get out of my sight. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. So Jesus said to him, be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and spoke among themselves, saying, What a word is this? Huh? For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. The, the, the Pharisees have not got, they, they don't have this. Even their exorcists. Hmm? They'll sprinkle <laughs> to, get, to, get, to get out the demon. The, the demon don't respect. <laughs> anyway, yeah. All right. Hallelujah. <laughs> Let me give you another. Should I give you another example? There's a place where. Okay. Chapter 8. Look at chapter 8. Verse 22. Now it happened on a certain day. That he got into a boat with his disciples and he said to them, let us cross over to the other side of the lake. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep and a windstorm came down on the lake. And they were, uh, they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. Ha. And they came to him. And I woke him saying, Master, Master, we are perishing. First of all, what did the Master say before he went to sleep? Let us go to the other side. So if you perish, will you get to the other side? So they don't realize that the Master's word is powerful enough to get them to the other side. But fear and unbelief cripple them. Some of you, God has told you, you are going, I'm taking you to this place. And now you are already like, God, oh, I'm finished. Before you finish, the word of God has to finish. Amen. amen. If the word cannot finish, if the word is yes and is amen, if the word abides forever, then you can't be finished. Don't believe the lie. Amen? Amen? Then he arose and did what? Rebuked the wind and the raging water. And they ceased and there was calm. Peace be still. 
Christian. He didn't say, oh, oh Father, look at this storm. Oh, oh, send your angels. Send your angels to come and, you know, secure this boat. Oh, Father. No, 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 no. He didn't do that. Huh? He didn't panic. No, he just got up and said. <laughs> Bible says he rebuked the wind. Huh? So that means wind can hear. Just like mountain can hear. Are you getting me? Yeah. Demons here, winds here, mountains here. Peace be still. And the thing calmed down. And he looked at them. What's your problem? Why do you disturb my sleep? I'm very tired. I need to go back to sleep. Amen? So, authoritative command. So, he commands and he speaks with authority. If you are going to walk in the supernatural, you have to learn to speak with authority. Get the beggarly tone out of your voice. Are you getting me? What did I say? Yes, get it out. Okay? And begin to talk like your father. Begin to talk like your father. And say, let there be. Or be. Peace. Be still. He rebuked the wind. There you. Can't you see I'm here? I said... I shared a testimony of how I was on the plane one time, flying, and the plane was dropping. It was dropping. Everybody was. And there was this professor sitting next to me. He's not speaking his language. He's a Nigerian professor. You know, we have a lot of them. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, ah, he hold his head. I'm telling you, before God, he said, <laughs> so I turned to him and I touched him. I say, Calm down. The guy looks at me. I say, Calm down, nothing will happen. <laughs> So I said to him, because I'm here, nothing will happen. If you like, you can call it pride or whatever you want to call it. I know who I am. And I know the covenant that I'm walking in. You get what I'm saying? So I say, because I'm here, nothing will happen. Then I said to him, you know, I move with angels. And the guy is looking at me. <laughs> I said to him, I move with angels. And they are going to carry this plane. If need be. Huh? Oh.
I had all sorts in that plane. <laughs> then after some time, the thing just boom. And then became calm. Started going up again. I suspect that he might have weaved in his pants. <laughs> because after that, the toilet put the queue to the toilet. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because when it was happening, I checked my spirit. I searched my spirit. My spirit was calm. You know, in the midst of that, there was peace. So I said, nothing is going to happen. Hmm? Peace in the midst of a storm. It didn't say you won't face a storm. But he'll be with you in it. Hallelujah. So you must be confident. Okay, can I give you one more example before we leave? Huh? Okay, because now I'm giving you Jesus. Let me give you... Uh, who should I give you, Peter or Paul? Um, who do you want? Okay, somebody says Peter, somebody said Paul. Huh? Okay, both. Okay, you said both. Okay, all right, let me give you. Huh? All right, Acts chapter 3. Acts chapter 3. We'll be rounding up soon, okay? Hallelujah. Okay, for the sake of time, let's look at uh, verse. This is the story of the lame man at the beautiful gates. Right? In verse 3, uh, this man, okay, let's go down to verse 6. Peter said, this man was begging, right? He was beggarly. Hmm? Beggars don't choose. So Peter wanted to elevate him from the status of a beggar and bring him to a status of a son. Hallelujah. Yeah, there's a big difference between the two. Right? If you are living like a beggar, you are living below your rights and privileges. You need to rise up and begin to live like a son. So Peter said, silver and gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Did you notice he didn't pray? He didn't pray. Oh, Father, yeah, raise him up. Raise him. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's wrong to pray. But I, I want you to see that he's applying a different law. He's applying the law of authoritative command. Okay? So when you are walking, if you are applying the law of authoritative command, you don't pray. Like in this kind of situation. Although this, you can apply it in prayer in some form. But now, in this context, in the name of Jesus Christ, rise up and walk. He didn't say, try and see if you can walk. 
Huh? He didn't say, try to see if you can walk. No, he didn't say that. He said, rise up and walk. Huh? Somebody that has not walked. You know that even to walk, you have to learn to walk. No physiotherapy, nothing. He said, rise up and walk. It's not an easy thing. Supernatural. Hallelujah. Then look at what, he, what, what, what happens. Verse, verse 7, he says, And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. Immediately, his feet and ankle bones received strength. He commanded him. Then he helped him. Come on. Hmm? Receive strength. And so, he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. This is a crippled man. He said, hey, hallelujah, praise God, I am healed. And people are looking, this is not that man, what's wrong with him? <laughs> you know, I heard a sad story that, uh, that happened. This guy went, went uh, for a meeting, and he got healed. You know, he was from a, I don't want to mention the denomination, but one of those denominations that are against the supernatural. And this guy was crippled. He was crippled. He had been in a wheelchair, and he got healed. He got healed. He went to church. And the pastor looks at him and says, I can see that you've been messing around. Huh? So you've been mixing with all those Pentecostals. Huh? You, you, you've, you've, gone to, you've gone to mix with all these tongue-talking people. Huh? What do you think you are doing? Instead of celebrating the guy walking, and instead of thanking God that God has healed this man, he's rebuking the guy. And you know what? The guy said, oh yeah, you know, I'm so sorry. And he, he went back to his wheelchair. He lost the healing. True story, I'm telling you. He lost the healing and got back to the wheelchair. Obedient servant. That's slavery. You have been taken into sonship. Huh? But the big brother syndrome attacked you and brought you back into slavery. A religion is wicked. I'm telling you. It will keep you there. Allow you to slave away. Slave your life. Huh? You say, how can you be talking like that? It's like, I have a friend, he went to do theology and came back confused. <laughs> you know? Yeah, of course, some the <laughs> you, you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, he came back, I'm telling you. I wrote something and he was trying to challenge me. Yeah, no, you're not supposed to do, say those kind of things. I said, my friend, just keep quiet if you don't understand. Yeah, keep quiet. Talking nonsense. You are, re 
you, you have gone to study what, you know, uh, what, what somebody, the revelation somebody had in 17-something. Yeah, because a lot of those things is 1700s and 1800s. You have studied the brain of a, somebody in that century. And now the Holy Spirit is giving fresh insight. And you want to go back. Go now. Just leave me alone. You can go there and dwell there. I'm not dwelling there. I'm going somewhere. Hallelujah. We're going to see God come down. We're going to see the power of God. We're going to see the glory of God. We're going to see the fire of God. Yeah, the theology cannot explain that. I don't understand that. God bless theologians. Somebody say, God bless theologians. They're good people. Hallelujah. Okay, you said you want Paul. Okay, I've shown you Peter, one example. There are are several, but let's see. Okay, which one should I show you? Acts chapter, let's look at, um, okay, this one, he is addressing a spirit in somebody. Okay, Acts chapter 13, let's look at it. Hmm. Acts chapter 13, verse 6. Now, when they had gone through the island of Paphos, they found a certain sorcerer, a false prophet, a Jew, whose name was Bar-Jesus. Huh? (laughs) Bar-Jesus. You know what? Bar-Jesus means son of salvation. Huh? Yeah. Okay. So, who was with the proconsul, uh, Sergius Paulus, an intelligent man? This man called for Barnabas and Saul and sought to hear the word of God. Right? Now, Bar Jesus is there around the Union building. Okay? He's, he's there around the Union building, you know, trying to, you know, he's, he has established his, his, himself there. Okay, he is, uh, okay, no, let me not, <laughs> let me not go there, paradventure. Okay, then but, <laughs> verse 8, but Elimas the sorcerer, for so his name is translated, withstood them, seeking to turn the proconsul away from the faith. So, this bad Jesus, you know, he's there and he's like, Hey, Barnabas, so I know he sent for you, but you can't go. I'm the gatekeeper here. Come on. Yeah. I have the appointment list. Come on. Yeah, I have the appointment list, and you, 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 your name is not there. So you, you can't get through. You can't get through. So look at what happened. Then Saul, who is also called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit. How many people are filled with the Holy Spirit here? Come on. Okay, you have the same Holy Spirit. So that means you can do the same thing. All right? Just make sure you are filled before you do it. (laughs) Okay. So he looked intently at him. So this guy is saying, you can't go, you can't go. And then Paul looked at him. He's looking at him intently with fiery eyes. Huh? And said... Oh, full of all deceit 
and all fraud. Huh? You son of the devil. You see this not political correctness, eh? Yeah. It's not politically correct to call someone son of the devil. Yeah. You son of the devil. You enemy of all righteousness. Huh? Will you not cease perverting the straight ways of the Lord? Hmm? And now, indeed, the hand of the Lord is upon you. And you shall be blind. Not seeing the sun for a time. He didn't pray at that time. He had done all his praying over the night before all these things showed up. You see, the secret of walking in authority is that you need to be prayerful before you meet the... Okay? You need to live a prayerful life. So you pray before. Then when you get there and you see, you speak as somebody that stood in God's presence. Okay? So he says, you shall be dark. I mean, um, you shall be blind for a time. And immediately a dark mist fell on him. And he went around seeking someone to lead him by the hand. You see? That's the gatekeeper now. The gatekeeper... Need someone to keep him, <laughs> to lead him. Hallelujah. But the point is this Paul exercised authority. He spoke authoritatively. And authority is exercised through words. If you don't speak, no authority. Authority is not exercised by feelings, you can't feel. And then things happen. No, no, no. You have to speak. Speak. You know? Remember the centurion? I'm a man under authority. I say to this one, go and he goes. Yeah? He's talking about authority. So how authority works is through speaking. Authority works through speaking. So speak like a king. Speak like a ruler. Talk like a ruler. Don't talk like a slave. Hallelujah. I have to stop there. I have more to say, but you can bear it some other time. Amen? So, we, God is, is ushering us into a supernatural dimension. And we must be conversant with these laws. Okay? When you see anything that is contrary, address it. Address it. Don't wake me up in the night. Pastor, pastor, the devil is pressing my throat. I cannot sleep. <laughs> no. You get up and say, how dare you? You know, years ago, long time ago, the devil used to oppress me in my sleep. When I'm sleeping, he would just come and press me. So, uh, I, so what happened? How that thing stopped? Authority. So when it happened, I say, "Oh, so you are not afraid, huh? You come to oppress me." In fact, I am not going to sleep. I want to deal with you. 
Yeah, no, that's, I'm telling you. By the time I started doing that, huh? so I'll, I'll not get up and say, in the name of Jesus, fire! Holy Ghost fire! Every witch, every witchcraft spirit that is coming to harass me at night, wherever you are, I freeze you right now. And I release fire on you. I began to do that. You know what? I started noticing manifestations. When I do that at night, in the morning, there are some people that will refuse to speak to me. No, I'm serious. That's how I identified the witches. Ah, okay. We met at night. We met at night. Yeah. No, I'm letting you in on little things. But you, you don't go and start crying. You, no, get up and do something. So they now know that if you go near this one, fire, fire will chase you. Let's stand up. Hallelujah. Oh, my Lord and my God. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.